Before we jump into the episode, here's a quick disclaimer. If you have any kids in the room, um, do not continue listening to this podcast right now. Um, listen to it later. We are going to be discussing some top secret information. So get your kids out and we'll see you later. Okay, if you're still here with us, it means it's safe. So we can continue with the episode. Welcome to this holiday episode of Takes on Marriage. Takes on Marriage, Takes on Marriage, Takes on Marriage podcast. Oh, that was cute. I liked that. Came up with it myself. Wow, so original. We are talking about Christmas traditions and we're asking the big question, what do we do about Santa? What do we tell our kids and how do we approach it? What happens when we die? We're not going there. Oh. That's a little too deep. Stick with Santa. <laughs> that's, not, that's, yeah. that's next episode. I forgot. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> um, but this conversation is something that we've had a lot. Like, what, what do we tell our kids about Santa and how much do, do we tell her or tell, tell our kids? Like, we definitely want there to be a Santa, but like... What do we there's definitely, say yeah, about it? There's definitely different levels yeah, of yeah. Santa. Your family ten, seems to go in the, I wouldn't say extreme, but in the, there's lots and lots and lots of things that we're going with for the kids. There's Santa and there's reindeer food in the lawn. And there's just there's like traditions the that yeah, contribute to the Santa story. Yeah, and which is cool because this is all news to me. I My parents were a little bit more conservative with, with holiday stuff. So we're, we're pretty different ends of the spectrum here. Mm, interesting. I don't know, but we'll, yeah, we'll get back. We'll get to that. We'll dig it in. So we want our kids to grow up with the magic of Christmas, but I think we're just worried about when we eventually tell them that there isn't a Santa, like, I don't want them to feel like they've been lied to. Um, and I've, I've heard stories like on TikTok, kids, or like people have reflected back on when they were finally told that Santa wasn't real and they were like it was such a big deal for them they were wondering like okay my parents have told me Santa this big figure in my life isn't real does that mean like God isn't real Mm. because he's also a big figure that we like never see and we just have this faith in so I'm just really like conflicted about like I want our kids to have this magic and experience Christmas like that, like I had, but I also don't want them to <laughs> have these like huge ex- existential crises. Exactly. Yeah. At the tender age of you, how old were you? Um. Well, after talking with my parents, I guess I was like ten or eleven. That's pretty old. That's kind of old. That's yeah. Old. But you were also the oldest. I was the first. Yeah. So what did what what kind of Christmas did you grow up with? Like, what were you told about Santa? What traditions did you have? I'm the youngest of five boys, and my parents, again, they're pretty conservative when it came to holidays. We didn't really do the tooth fairy, I think maybe once or twice for the first two teeth, but then after that, it wasn't really that much. There was never an Easter bunny. Um, When it came to Christmas, I definitely remember being cited about Santa Claus, but I would be lying if I said that Santa was a huge, huge, huge deal to me as a kid. The magic of Christmas to me was the beautiful Christmas tree, beautifully lit with all my siblings' presents everywhere. That to me was like, holy shnikes, this is amazing. 
to me, it wasn't like, oh my gosh, it is Santa Claus and he is solely responsible for bringing this happiness. It was kind of just like, oh yeah, Santa was also here. Cool. Let's dig in. Hmm. So for me personally, I don't think Santa Claus was like, oh my gosh, this huge deal. But maybe he was. Maybe my parents could shed some more light on that. But my parents were definitely, they they stuck to some very core principles of Santa Clausness. Stuck with that, I think, for all five of their kids. Miraculously, none of my brothers spoiled it for me or friends. So I, I didn't have anybody at recess coming up to me, you know, saying Santa ain't real or anything like that. My dad told me, I believe, at the age of seven or maybe eight. I was turning eight that December, so seven or eight. From there, my my dad told me while we were on the roof doing Christmas lights. And he said it very, just very calmly and nonchalant. I'm sure I'd been probably wondering a little bit of the reality of Santa. And he just kind of calmly explained to me, Son, by the way, I am Santa Claus. I, I am I'm Santa Claus for you. Santa is real and he is me. And I was kind of like, okay, sure. It didn't bother me that much, honestly. I'm sure I'd put up a little bit of like, so Santa's fake? He goes, no, no. Santa is real. Santa is me. When it came to our Christmas traditions, it was pretty easy to go with because my parents didn't do anything, I don't want to say radical, but just more, Well, you did. what's the word? You know, I don't know. There's a word I'm looking for. Just, there's more to the, to the holiday traditions like your family did. They didn't do that. What were you going to say? You did like letters to Santa and yeah. then they would be like gone the next day. Yeah. Like that's something that contributes to the story though. A- absolutely. Every, but everything they did wasn't technically a lie. Sure. We We did put, le- how we did it, we put letters in an envelope. We left them in the Christmas tree. We went to bed the next morning, December 9th or whatever, they'd be gone. That was Santa taking the letters from the Christmas tree they didn't ever say like, oh, they fly up through the, the chimney and sail to the North Pole. That was never part of the thing. They said, oh, yeah, Santa just Santa gets them. And we were kind of just like, okay, mm-hmm. sounds good. So there was that. There was leaving out the milk and cookies at night. My dad was like, yeah, I want milk and cookies at 9 p.m. when I drop off your presents. Heck, yeah. Um, so it was, it was that. everything Everything that was a tradition of Santa Claus was very easily traceable to them saying, well, that was me. And there was nothing more to it. It was never anything far-fetched beyond that. Hmm. There, was, there wasn't any talk of like, they, they didn't put reindeer footprints on the lawn, you know, because that one, that would be to them something that was a little bit more like, okay, this is a little bit farther. It's like fantastic. A little bit more fantastic, a little bit more, bit more magical, and that's not our game. Our game is we keep it simple and... That makes the explanation very easy, and it probably was to me. I don't remember it being a big deal. Hmm. I was kind of just like, okay, sounds good. But again, I was the youngest of five boys. Maybe it was different for your siblings. Maybe it was a little bit different for the siblings. Maybe my oldest brother had a little bit more of a harder time. I don't know. But for me, it it, it was fine. Came and went, and and it didn't really ruin the magic for me because the magic, again, was the ambiance of Christmas and the excitement of presents. You know, I was, Yeah. I don't know if I was more greedy for presents as a kid, but I was dang excited for no, presents. No, all of us were, I was equally excited. Yeah. That, so, that to me is what mattered. Whether, whether it was my parents or Santa, that was fine. And Santa only brought a few gifts. I'm not sure what you guys did. 
Santa, like my parents would have gifts from the whole family and then maybe two of those presents mm-hmm. were from Santa and they were never the huge fantastic gifts. They were usually pretty, you know, pretty great gifts, but not the big, big ones. Expensive ones. I think. From what you remember? Yeah. So for you, like the excitement of Christmas was more like the presents and like the feeling of it, like the lights and stuff like the feel, yeah, the feeling was magical. It really was. I'm sure as most families are and maybe most siblings are, my brothers and I were never very intimate with sharing our feelings with each other, mm-hmm. especially as we're seven, eight years old. Uh, the next brother to me is five years apart, Tanner, and we fought and liked, liked each other as siblings do. Mm-hmm. But on Christmas morning, we would go down at 5 a.m. and look at the presents and we and I still remember this to this day. Many times he would give me a hug and say Merry Christmas down. And it was mm-hmm. a very sweet moment that I looked forward to because it was this one little moment that Christmas brought us together and we could say to each other, we care about each other. That was with, the with, one time you could be vulnerable. Yeah, it was. It was like a time of vulnerability because mm-hmm. of that just wonderful tree lit in the darkness and and the presence you know being lit up by this tree and you can mm-hmm. kind of see stuff and you get a little excited and it just felt happy yeah i get that that's well, cute whether or not it was santa didn't, didn't bother us too much well we interviewed my mom and dad earlier tonight um and we just kind of asked them about they got some good stuff their point of view um so we're gonna share that interview all right so we have some special guests with us here we are joined by my mom and dad, Janae and Mark. Hi. Thanks for being here. Hi. Thanks for inviting us. Great to be here. We're so fun. We're glad you guys could fly out first class to come be on the show. You know, we, Just we would do anything. Thanks for the ticket. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All expenses paid. Nothing in life is free, quote unquote. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about, you guys raised three children. What was your approach with Santa and looking back, kind of, how do you feel about how it all went? You go ahead and start, and then I'll fill in the blanks for you, Mark. So, yeah, there's three children. Yeah. I'm not sure we're quite done raising the three children. Sure. Um, especially Never that, end. Especially that Emerson. Oh, man. <laughs> I won't name names. Um, but, um, yeah, so we... Um, had Santa as part of our life for Christmas um, with our kids um, until they reached an age where we felt that we needed to tell them that something different existed. And was there like a standard age or was it just kind of based on the kid? It's kind of based on the kid and their environment and what was going on around them and the questions that they mm-hmm. started asking as maybe their friends were telling them that what they had been told or grew up with was maybe not reality. Mm-hmm. Sure. So I'll interject and I'll tell the story of Madison. Okay. Why don't you? I think she's maybe fifth grade, maybe fifth or sixth grade. So you're probably like 11, 11, 10 or 11. 10 or 11 and it's Christmas time and we're getting ready for Christmas and you're coming home from school and kids on the playground were saying, there's no such thing, and it's your parents, and you would come home and say, Mom, people at school are saying this. Is it true? And I would say, 
those that don't believe don't receive. <laughs> and so you would kind of keep going along with it. And then at Christmas, there was a note from you to Santa near the cookies. We always left out the cookies in the milk yeah. and we sprinkled reindeer food on the lawn and dad and I both grew up with the Santa tradition in our homes and so we were just excited to be able to do it with our kids and you were the oldest um and we just really enjoyed the magic of it all and so then we get this note at Christmas time Santa are you real do you really exist? The kids at school say it's the my parents. So dad and I were like, what are we going to do? Yeah. Like, we can't lie to her. So I get on the computer and I type back this response. Like, yes, Madison, I'm real. You have to believe in the magic of Christmas. I like type out this whole thing. I probably yeah, I remember st- probably still have it. Getting the letter like it was in the tree, and I remember like reading it. What kind of font is Santa using? <laughs> the Times New the Roman Santa, kind of guy. The Santa font. Yeah, Santa font. Yes, there's a Santa font. Yes, I'm sure there is some <laughs> fancy sure is. calligraphy type thing. Elf. It's called Elf. Yes. <laughs> so I remember doing that. And so you kind of read the note, we go on with life, and then it's Easter time. Mm-hmm. And now it's time for the Easter bunny to come. And I had hid the baskets and the treats and all the things underneath the stairs. And you found it. Did, and, were you seeking for it, Maddie? No, I think Bryson and I were just like playing hide and seek or like playing in the closet. And they were like... Pushed in the back there. And I, I just remember like moving the coats. And there were all these pre-wrapped like Easter baskets. And I was like. At that point you're thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Like why would these be here? Why did the Easter Bunny come and leave these here? Yeah. So then you come to me. You're like mom. I found the Easter Bunny stuff. Like is the Easter Bunny not real? And then there was the big like. Something like. Don't lie to me. It was something like, like the word lie came out in the conversation. It was like, I'm not quite sure how, but then it, or maybe it was you and I had a conversation like, oh, we can't lie to her. Like she's smart enough now. She's figuring it out. Like, yeah, I think that's what it was. We have to fill her in. Like now she knows and I'm not going to, we can't just keep perpetuating it. Yeah. Like eventually you would tell her. Yeah. You would have to tell me. You're going to have to pull the ripcord. Yeah. So we did. I think we took you in your room and shut the door. No, we you, like, dad took the t- other two kids out of the house and you and I sat at the kitchen table. Oh my gosh. I remember that. <laughs> I don't remember that. I just remember that like we made sure not to ruin it Yeah. for the younger two. And it's always hard just being the oldest ones. I mean, dad sure. and I are both the oldest. And so I just remember my mom telling me hmm. and... Feeling like I had a responsibility to like keep the secret close and not let the other siblings find out. And like I had to help my parents. Mm -hmm. So I always felt responsible for. Did you like that responsibility? I did. Personally, my mom would bring in the presents. I had three, I have three younger siblings and they would, she would bring the presents in to my room and close the door and bring me wrapping paper 
and I would wrap all the Santa presents. Cute. Mm-hmm. And she would say, okay, this one's for Justin, this one's for Melissa, this one's for Kimberly. And I just felt like I was helping out. Like, yeah. It was kind of sad that I, like, knew what everybody was getting for Christmas. <laughs> that mystery was gone. I mean, there was always lots of surprises, but um, I felt like I was helping out and kind of keeping the secret. But once you came to us and was like, okay, you you need to be straight with me, yeah. then we told you. But we're like, okay, you have to keep keep the secret from yeah. Bryce. And, and what was Maddie's response? I don't, I don't remember. I think you were a little disappointed that we had responded with that letter from Santa. Like, mm. why did you, why did you type that letter? Like sure. I, I asked a, a question and you didn't tell me the truth. Like why? So I, I remember you feeling a little disheartened about that. Yeah, probably. A yeah. little deceived. I remember a little deceived. Maddie sharing that you lied to you me. You lied to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, Mark's taking the two kids out for Taco Bell. <laughs> so we felt the Easter Bunny, the Tooth Fairy, <laughs> the tooth fairy and Santa. all of it. Like, well, and I was also just a very imaginative kid. Like I thought mermaids could be real. Yeah, just like I really was into the fantasy kind the of realm. Disney princesses. So like you telling me that Santa wasn't real, it was like, well, I guess mermaids can't be real then. Yeah. Magic can't be real. <laughs> yeah. So vampires aren't real. <laughs> I wasn't at that stage yet. Yeah, that was like yeah, that middle was school, high school. <laughs> Yeah, but, but yeah, it, was, it was it was a shock for sure because that like imaginative, we burst your bubble. Yeah, and, that and fairy you never want to do that to your child. You want to keep it going yeah. as long as possible, and I think we did with you. And you yeah, just, as long as possible. Yeah. You just were too smart. So, but I hold that Santa is real. He was just your parents. Yeah, yeah, and that's kind of what I've heard from other people that they're doing. Um, just that, like, we're all Santa, mm-hmm. and we, we all, like, give the, we all give each other gifts, um, so there's, like, a spirit of Santa kind of thing. Yeah, so, and I love that. Yeah, I, I love that's that, that's what we're all, like, searching for, seeking, wanting to give the next generation, teaching them the joy that comes in the surprise, in, you know, leaving something at your neighbor's doorstep. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. extending yourself in a way that you wouldn't necessarily do day to day. But you guys were kind of funny because you get up the next morning and tell stories about how you heard Santa and you saw movement. And... No way. Oh, yeah. You heard him on the roof. <laughs> you heard him on the roof. He was on the roof. Like you before I found out when yeah. I was like little, little. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, well, all three of you. The imagination was running wild. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's Christmas so morning, you tell us you saw him, you heard him. Yeah, so I would real. tell you he hasn't come yet. Go back to bed. Come. Oh no, we heard him. <laughs> he hasn't come. Go back to bed, and you got no. It's time to get up. Yeah, it would be crack of dawn. It would be like what five a.m. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I remember waking up. It was dark. so early and playing like go fish with Bryson because <laughs> you told us we had to wait till like six a.m. So just playing like games for an hour in the dark. And then I think we got to a point where like, okay, you can go open your stockings, but that's yeah, it. Yeah, we would open stockings yeah. without you guys. Like, okay, we go just open your wait. stockings. Yeah. So, for us, it those are like the best memories, and we cherish those memories. I don't think we would have done anything different. Yeah. 
So. And I have amazing memories as as a kid. Like those were really magical times running downstairs and seeing like all the presents out mm-hmm. like with the lit tree and like the the cookies, the Danish dessert is gone and putting out the reindeer feed, like all of those are really special memories to me. So, now it's your turn. Yeah. Now I get to decide what tradition. Now you get to decide. So as, you know, experienced parents, what advice do you have for us? Just kind of approaching the newbies, the Santa thing. About about Santa? Yeah. About like the holiday time, I guess. When your child asks you, is he real? It might be time for a conversation. That time. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say keep it simple. Keep it simple. Hmm. Yeah. Tell me about this reindeer food. I've never heard about never reindeer Never heard food. about the reindeer food? What were you putting on the lawn? Dallin also hadn't heard. I was telling him that you guys would tell us um, the reason we put we decorate the house with lights is so Santa would know where to land. Would yes. know our house. He had never heard that either. Huh. Yeah. Well, why do you think you put lights out? For decor, man. No, there's decor. symbolism in everything that Christmas represents, right? The candy cane is the shepherd. That symbolizes the shepherd's staff. Mm-hmm. Like every Doesn't, everything. Do the lights like symbolize the star or something? Like Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So everything is symbolic of the reason for the season. Why yeah. do we celebrate? But what were you putting on your lawn? Yeah, tell them about the reindeer food. Oh, okay. Food. The reindeer food was oatmeal. So you would do like scoops of oatmeal. And then I always put like glitter like gold and silver glitter, and then I would find these like little tinsel little stars. Little foil things. They were like foiled stars, and we would take them off like this wire. They like came I remember, wire. I have memories pulling the stars off this wire to put them, and you like mix it in a bowl. We'd mix it all in a bowl, <laughs> and then we'd put them in little bags, and then there was a poem that it was a whole thing with like you had to sprinkle it, and I would read the poem, and you guys would be out in your pajamas. On the lawn, running around with reindeer food. Mm-hmm. So you are sprinkling it across the lawn. All over oh, yeah. the lawn. And it's probably still in the lawn. Yeah. All over the lawn. Because <laughs> those are metal yes. speckled up. Just... And we would find them all year round. Yeah, we would find those, the stuff all year round. And the lawn was glittery and it was magical. It was. It was it magical was so to like watch you guys like run around sprinkling reindeer food. Yeah. Some people yeah. put out carrots. Mm-hmm. I've heard that. Yeah. Everybody kind of has their own take on it. I don't know where. I think somebody had given us a bag of reindeer, a bag of reindeer food with the poem as like a neighborhood I gift or right. something. Cute. And I was like, okay, I love, I, it. I love this. So we just started doing it. And then I found that cute little bag for Oakley. Yeah, you did. We're like, yeah. okay, this is where you put the reindeer food. It says reindeer feed on it. Yeah. Yeah. So cute. Yeah. But I'd say the other thing just. Find some traditions that work for you and mm-hmm. do them. Because I think with you guys, you you liked the dependability mm-hmm. of those family trend, um, traditions. Um, that I you agree. knew that that's what we were going to do every year. You look forward to it. Yep. I agree. The rituals, 100%. the family rituals, the food, the jammies. Yeah. Yeah. The family gift. That's what made it. Yeah, so special. Great. Thank you guys for your time. Well, what's your perspective of a kid who got told that Santa was real? 
And then you found out he was. You don't hold out. You don't hold it against us, right? No. Okay. I mean, at the time, I'm sure it was really hard. And like I said, I just remember like kind of my worldview altering a little bit mm-hmm. to be like a little less magical. Yeah. Um. But like, I still trusted you guys. Like, I don't ever. I don't remember ever thinking, like, I can't believe anything they ever say to me. Get me again, like. I don't remember anything that dramatic or traumatic, but I do remember like having the conversation and it was a really hard and sad conversation. So yeah. it was probably like a hard day, but I eventually got over we got it. it. So <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for your time today, guys. It was really fun to just pick your brains about it. And it was fun to have you on this episode. You Absolutely. guys are now officially part of the podcast family. Oh, we so love welcome. it. Where's awesome. our t-shirt? I know, we should. We, we need should have a t-shirt. t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> we need a monogram t-shirt. Yeah, we'll that's what that. it would be. Monogram t-shirt. <laughs> yes. That'd be cute. Awesome. And a set of towels. Yes, monogram towels as well. Why not? <laughs> Take some marriage podcasts <laughs> in all your bathrooms. Oh, no. <laughs> Dallas' worst nightmare that you can't use. Oh, yeah. more, towels. more towels I can't use. Very tough. Oh, there's a whole podcast right there. Of that. <laughs> the, the towels, towels I can't use. What is up with the towels? <laughs> All right. We're done. Yeah, we lost it. Welcome back. It was really fun to have my parents on and just hear their perspectives. So we're, we're really grateful that they could do that thanks mark and janae you guys are great um so on our instagram um we kind of asked people what they do and what their perspective is on santa and how their feelings are um so i just wanted to share a couple of responses um i did get a couple who were like just go all in like it's so magical um Emerson did respond and she she said something like like I think she found out a little bit earlier than she wanted to. She Emerson was saying Emerson your sister my for sister anyone. yeah. She was saying it was such a magical time to look back on. She would re-tear her ACL to be able to go back <laughs> and have that moment, have those experiences of like naiveness and experience that magic that is Santa. So she really misses that, that time in her life. When did she figure it out? I don't remember. I'd have to ask her. My aunt also responded and she sent us a little video. You haven't heard it yet. So I just wanted to share it for everyone. Cause I think that's easier than me just describing what she said. So here's my aunt. Hi, Maddie. Wanted to tell you my opinion about Santa, and it was easier to do this than to type it. Um, I believe in Santa. I still believe in Santa. Anytime someone gives a gift that doesn't want any thank or uh, acknowledgement, to me, that's Santa. Early on, when our boys were really little, Christmas appeared at our door. Um, There were gifts for the boys. There were gifts for us. There was money for food. And... That, to me, was delivered by Santa. Um, So I've always told my kids that Santa is real, and I 100% believe it, because Santa is real. 
even when they were little, when we would buy gifts for someone and they didn't know, I would say, we are helping Santa. Santa needs help. And so we're helping him. So in a way, we are Santa. Just like when we do something that Jesus Christ asks us to do, we are emulating Jesus Christ. We become like Jesus Christ. Missionaries wear tags that say Jesus Christ on their chest. Like, they become him. You know, they become his representative. So... To me, it's the same as we give gifts anonymously. We are Santa. Anyway, so as I, I would suggest as you know, start starting your traditions that you believe in Santa, um, and you teach her that Santa is real. And when he and she gets a gift under the tree and it says from Santa, it is. It really truly is from Santa. Um, we didn't do any of the little footprints or anything like that. Not not out of, like, principle, just ran out of time. Um, we did have a box one year, and every... Actually, I think we did it for three or four years. There was a Christmas box, and there was a letter from Santa, meaning, like, an anonymous letter, um, just saying how much we appreciated each of the kids and what they did great that year, what we loved about them. So that was special. But um, my kids ended up believing in Santa for a long, long time. And I still believe. Anyway, that's my opinion. Love you. Love what you're doing. Bye. That was nice. That was nice. I, I totally understand where she's coming from. I love that she's still keeping up with the idea that Santa is someone that is simply giving a gift and does not want to be mm. recognized. It's it's an act of charity. That's great. Yeah. I, I really like that idea that we are all Santa we have that spirit of Santa and the spirit of Santa is just giving gifts and thinking about others. I've been seeing a lot of TikToks lately of people who are using, they're just like trying to drink from the pools of nostalgia. These TikToks will share all those photos that you see in your second grade classroom where you're making those reindeer bags out of lunchbox bags. Yes, you know, those, those bags, brown bags. Those brown bags. So and, and you and you instantly just get caught up in this wonderful nostalgia of like, oh my gosh. Sure. Life was truly magical back then and it yeah. was wonderful. And I think it's good to be able to look back on those times and be like, man, that was truly wonderful. And with only that, if you're only going to think about life that way, then your life is always going to be kind of a bummer nowadays. Let's be sure. honest, we're all we're all adults. You have to grow up. That is a, a that's a drag. So I think what would help us personally and and help a lot of people our age group that are feeling really kind of sad um during Christmas time because they're losing out on that nostalgia on that wonderful time they used to have, we need to create it for other people. We need to create it through being Santa for other people, whether that's our kids, whether that's a neighbor that's having a tough time, whether that's a buddy that's having a tough time. I think we need to get our Christmas high, so to speak, through giving, which is hard, much different. But I think that's that's going to be one of the best ways to feel the spirit of Christmas in our adulthood. Yeah, for sure. Like, it's never going to be the same. Like, we are different people. We have more responsibilities now. So it it does feel different. Um, but I agree a way that we can keep that magic alive is by becoming Santa for other people. And like you said, help other people feel that love and feel that magic, create 
that nostalgia for them. But you know what? Before it's too late, maybe throw a party for your buddies where you do those great activities you did in second grade. Oh my gosh, that'd be so cute. Yeah. I love that idea. Go, go do it for all your like 35-year-old friends. Yeah, do your crafts. Have some goodies. Watch some Christmas special. Watch the Charlie Brown special on a square TV. Do it. That sounds cute. Yeah. We should totally do that. Um, I did get another really good Instagram comment. Okay, so they said... My sister and brother-in-law sit their kids down at a fun dinner around Christmas time the year they turn eight and tell them that they, the parents, are Santa. They change the focus to how Santa teaches us to give and now that they know they can help spread the magic of giving. And then she goes on to say more, but we'll kind of pause there. So I kind of, I like that idea of, of telling the kids before they ask, you know, like, I like the idea of telling the kids about Santa before they're asking about it. Because I think if you kind of break that that ice, if you're the one to tell them, then maybe that could keep the trust there a little bit more. Because you're finally, you're letting them in on the secret now. Like you are letting them become Santa. And so I like this idea of explaining it to the kids this way. That you get to be Santa now and... Um, Santa helps us give to other people and you can help me, the parent, spread the magic. That's what my parents did. They definitely told my older siblings to keep the magic alive, you know, for yourself and for your younger siblings. Don't blow it for them. Yeah. Make it still something really fun and help be Santa. Like help us be Santa for yeah. your siblings. Yeah. I think that's great. I think that's a good way to approach it when you finally like break that news. So this comment goes on to say... When I taught elementary school in a lower income area, Christmas was a sensitive subject to many because some kids came back from break saying they got a new VR set or hoverboard while others got basic necessities. I know there are going to be a variety of Santa gifts, but I try to keep things from Santa very basic. So kind of like what you were saying, like I think you said Santa doesn't didn't give you a lot of a lot of gifts, like just a couple. Um, so I do think that is some, something that I might um, adopt, like that I'm wanting to adopt in, in our, our future with our kids, like to give the kids like clothing items and kind of those basic needs um, just so that when they go to school and they say, oh, Santa brought me this and that, um, all kids can feel equally loved, like in Santa's eyes, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. So those were kind of the comments that we got. Um, and thank you, everyone who sent in a video or commented. It is really helpful to just hear what everyone else is kind of thinking. Yeah, I think I just like the idea of doing Santa and having those really special traditions. And then when they start to maybe kind of poke around a little bit, maybe that's when we would sit down and tell them we are Santa and now you are like something like that. As of right now where I am in life, I would, I would probably think to do it around when they're eight. That sounds like a pretty good age to me. That seems like what a lot of people have done just like in the comments that I've been so, getting. Yeah, it seems like it, but that's who knows. I'll probably have a really hard time with it when Oakley's just really enjoying it and having such a good time. Yeah. And that's like, that's the sad thing is yeah, it, it is so fun to be in that world of Santa. 
Um, and I'm sure it is really hard as a parent to have to kind of burst that bubble just a little bit because once you reveal that secret, it does change. It needs to change, but it's kind of a, a hard change sometimes. So yeah, sometimes it can be. I, I don't remember it being that hard of a change for me. I think, I, I don't know how to describe it, but it was fine. You know, my life went on and maybe it was because my parents told me a little bit earlier than maybe they even would have liked, but I was, maybe it still felt, still felt pretty cool. I was, I still had a hard time sleeping on every Christmas Eve up until I was about 21 because I was excited for Christmas. So excited. So I'm I'm not worried. I think we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll kind of naturally, like we have time, but please feel free to continue to comment about how you guys are doing it too. We we like to, yeah, we would love to learn from other people hear from the experts. Yeah, people who are actively parents, like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> um, let's all share information here and help each other out. <sighs> Being a parent is just a lot of responsibility. There's a lot of decisions to make. A lot so. of tender feelings in your hands. Yeah, yeah, like you're shaping someone's life. Like you, like I, I think about, I am forming someone's childhood right now. Like our daughter is going to look back at like this time and she's gonna think like oh I loved it when I would do this and that with my mom and dad or our tradition is this and that so like I really feel this this pressure or this responsibility to make it special and make it magical are we doing the Easter Easter bunny I don't know I'm gonna vote no but it was it was fine I'm gonna be honest I'm voting no on that one tooth fairy uh, yeah the tooth fairy was fun too. Yeah, it can be fun without it though. I, would you get money for your teeth? Yeah, yeah. After I get a buck or two. Would they like slip it under your pillow, or would they just say here? No, they still slipped it under my pillow. Hmm. And my my parents still hid Easter baskets. Uh huh. So. Huh, interesting. Yeah. Just wasn't a dumb. It wasn't a bunny. The bunny. I I, I never understand. Yeah, it, it's kind of random. That, that one of all things, just like <laughs> why is there a bunny involved? But, like, when you were growing up, like, didn't you think, like, okay, there's no Easter Bunny, but there is a Santa? Like, did that ever, like, come across to you as weird? When I was seven? No. (laughs) Never thought about it. Because I don't think nobody was like, oh, my gosh, it's the Easter Bunny. I don't think anyone, no one one cares about the Easter Bunny at the mall and take a picture of Easter Bunny at the mall. That's amazing. No, I've, I've never even, I don't even think I've ever even seen an Easter Bunny. Those things are freaky, by the way. I'll have to pull up a picture for you. Yeah, please post it on the podcast. Uh, oh gosh, <laughs> I gotta see this. I, yeah, I'll ask mom to dig it up for me. Um, the great pumpkin, though, we will be supporters of the great pumpkin. Oh, okay, okay. So there can be a great pumpkin, but there can't be an Easter bunny. Yep. Okay, sounds fair. Hi. Okay. Well, thank you for joining us um, on this episode. I know this. Conversation can be a little controversial, but I think it's a good one to have. And there isn't a right answer. There isn't a wrong answer. It totally just depends on your opinion about it. So it's totally fine if you have other opinions. We still like you. I think for those of us in in relationships and looking to be in relationships, start figuring out some traditions to do. The traditions will carry a lot of the weight. If you heavily depend on just the the fantasy and don't do anything traditional outside of, you know, Christmas or Easter, 
that's going to be tough for the kids. The kids remember the tradition. So yeah, start figuring sure. out some good traditions. Maddie's got a great tradition that we do every year where we go out, get some hot chocolate, and look at Christmas lights of you know all our neighbors and such. And it's it's so fun. That's a blast. That's going to be something that Oakley and other kids will love. We just took Oakley the other night, and she loved it. She was pointing like, oh, there's Santa. There's look. a reindeer. That was really cute. Yeah. And that's and yeah. that's that's what you should build off of. You should you should not just have Santa, but have other things that you like to do. My parents did popcorn balls. Mm-hmm. That and was awesome. That was extremely nostalgic for me. Now when I still see popcorn balls, I just have those wonderful memories of the hundreds of popcorn balls that my family would make. And they give them to other people. Yeah. Like and that was fun. It was fun to do that. It was like you'd give them to your buddies and yeah. some people that needed just a little Christmas cheer. Yeah, that's and, a really cute and, tradition. And that's good. So so don't fret if you feel like you don't have any traditions yet. You'll find some. You'll create some of your own. They, they can be simple. They can be simple. They can be silly. They can be really extravagant. But just make them yours. Yeah. So here's a challenge. Think of a way that you can be a Santa to someone this year. You've still got a couple weeks left before Christmas. Find that coworker that's having a tough time. Maybe one that's a little bit more shy. Buy him a secret little candy bar. Leave him, Leave it on their desk or something. Do something charitable for, for someone in your community that needs a hand or for a sibling that needs a, a bone thrown their way. Yeah. Just find ways to give to other people without seeking the recognition. It's tough, but you're going to be doing some good things for someone else. Yeah, you're going to make someone's day. Just by doing something small like that, it's going to make a difference in their day. And they're going to remember that. Absolutely. Thanks for joining us today, and we'll see you next time on Takes on Marriage. See you later. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. If you celebrate that.